and start. Okay, new setup. So hopefully yeah. everything will work good, guys. We will we'll see. Yay. Hey, you're listening to Ray Tessie from Starship Republic on Comic Pop Library. Live long and prosper. Welcome to another episode of Comic Pop Heroes, brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I'm Richard, along with... Logan. Jonathan. And in today's episode, we are going to be looking at the first issue of The Ark Awakening, a story by Aaron Shaw, art by Mark Oliver. Jonathan actually found this for us to look at, so I'm going to let him kind of start this off on how he found it and where. So we're going to turn it over to Jonathan for a moment. Go for it. So last year, I went to Hutchison to the Smallville Con in 19. I actually got to meet one of my heroes up there. Richard, you know who I'm talking about. Probably so. One of the Supermen. He's the Superman? Yeah, and he also um, is in Legend... No. Yep, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, He plays... There, shrink the atom. There you go. <laughs> um, I can't think of his name at the moment, but Brandon Roth. There we go. So <laughs> he, our um, memories are never the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had this big Superman Returns uh, banner that you actually <laughs> found for me yeah, at a garage sale. Pointed you to it. So. Yeah. Um, so I went and picked it up, and now it's autographed, and I still have yet to find a place for it. But um, I was walking through the booths, and I happened to see this. And I stopped and I talked to them. And I was like, well, you know, I do this podcast. It's called Comic Pop Library. There you go. Right here. Go ahead. <laughs> was this Aaron or was this Mark? It was both of them. It was both of them. Was it there? was both okay, of them. Okay, that's cool. And I'm not sure if they actually sell physical <clears throat> copies. I couldn't find it anywhere on their purchasing pages. I just saw a link for Comixology for the digital edition. Yeah. So well, I'm not sure. As as far as I knew, they were just starting out their Patreon. Um, from, from what they told me, they said that as soon as their Patreon gets set up and more, I didn't actually buy this. It was actually just handed to me. They're like, here, it's free. Take it. Okay. (laughs) And they might've been doing that for everybody as a promotional tool, but you might have been one of the lucky ones that did get it for free. Who knows? So either way, thanks to Aaron and Mark for allowing us to read this. We, we appreciate it. Thanks. But, yeah, at first it kind of confused me, and then I remember them talking to me about it, and 
they were saying that it was a medieval feel, medieval Power Ranger type feel to it. And I could it's see the people powered the by the medieval spirits. Yeah, like the Power Rangers are powered by. And yeah, I could see that because there's yeah. a giant ogre. It also has um dungeons, dragons, and what is that? Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, feel to it. A little bit. Yeah. Of a kind of modern day twist to it. Uh, yeah. It does have those characters, but before we get too far, I do want to don't want to be remiss just to jump back real quick. The opening song to this was Ace of Swords by the Alan Parsons Project. So if you have a moment, you can check them out and possibly look for them in the digital world and help support them out for an older group. But uh-huh. to continue on with the arc, uh, we'll let Jonathan keep going on. But to me, kind of like yeah, it had that uh, it had a little bit of a Dungeons and Dragons feels. I but I remember, I don't know, what was the Mystic Knights? Were they back in medieval days and just powerful? Yeah, n- that was another um, okay, I couldn't remember Power Ranger in, type thing. But I, but I couldn't um, remember if that was modern day or if that was back in the old medieval times. It was, I think there was also one set back in medieval times. But yeah, yeah. it was more of a medieval okay. Ireland type because uh, they were actually, if I remember from the TV show, it was Ireland okay. actors who... Played the Mystic Knights. Okay, so this Beca- is more like the more probably the Power Ranger esque one that you were talking about. Yeah, they were doing a similar themed. It, and it feels like it. I mean, yeah. it's a bit they more on the sorry possession side, but right yep. a little bit. And what I got on my notes is they called them the Mythos Souls. Yep, right. So yeah. to me, in the manga world, that kind of translated to the. Was it the Oversouls? Yeah, the Shaman King. Yeah, Shaman King. The Oversouls. Yeah. But this, this series called them the Mythic Souls. Right. And the person didn't necessarily know they were there. Yeah. No, the they didn't. Yeah. Hor- Headless Horseman guy and the Ogre guy both they learned knew. about Which, it. They learned about it. But the, the main hero, pretty Arthur. Much convinced himself he was hallucinating at least part of that <laughs> night. Or dreaming. Oh. I, I think he thought well, he was dreaming. At least learned that something happened. Yeah. But yeah, he's. So who Logan <laughs> is talking him, about yeah. is the main character, Arthur. He is actually the one who is in the armor fighting the ogre. And... He's also in the robe, too. Right. I think he's. Robe? Yeah, I think he's all three characters on the front page. You think he's, uh, what is, he's well, Thesaurus, you think? No, that's the org. No, no he's the, not the org. He's not the, the gal. He's not the gal. the gal. Yeah. He's not the gal. Shadora? Yeah. There's a question he's, mark. I'm not sure. He's first possessed by the knight, then the sorceress. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I she literally asks the knight to step back so she can uh, take over true. possessing it's him. unclear. In book one, it's kind of unclear. Yeah. Because one of my questions was, where did she come from? Because there's no other character around for her to come from. So I don't know if it's what Logan's talking about, and it is seemed pretty clear to me that... into author, or if later on in the series it might be revealed that there was a different was character different, nearby. And that's that what I from. think. I don't. But think. In, in this yeah. book, there's yeah. no other character. There. There's no other character. So you don't but, know yeah. right now. You and don't he, know right now. She so, actually asks the knight to step aside from the mind for her to take over. So yeah, mm-hmm. it could be ever. either way. I don't know. That's something that would have to be answered in a future book. Uh-huh. It can be interpreted both ways. So, but that was one of the questions I had too. Logo was, was this 
the same person or a different person. I'm, I was unclear. You two have distinct ideas, but I was exact unclear. opposite ideas. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Got all three ranges, <laughs> which is, uh, you know, not unusual for me and Logan. There's times where we actually disagree on things, but then a lot of times you do agree though. There are things that we agree with, and then there are things that we disagree with, which is cool. That's why we are allowed to discuss some of these things. And I mentioned the name Zasaros, and that is the ogre, or org, however you want to pronounce it. So, And that was by a young gentleman that definitely is not... He's not, he's the, not the friendliest, as you find the, out. Yeah, he's, he's at least a uh, robber and such. Not sure no. if he's actually a gang member, but... I don't know. think he was. I don't know if he's he seemed a gang more member. like independent. Criminals. Well, That's when they first like introduced too. him, they just, they made him seem kind of oh just I'm innocent bystander. And then the when thing. you go into it, the next page, yeah. it's like oh he's not so innocent. Yeah, yeah. you have to eat children to grow powerful. Let's do it. Yeah, he wasn't too. <laughs> yeah. <afraid>. Um. <laughs> and this a quick is just, turnaround. This is just one issue, folks. It's uh, just, I don't even know if it's 24 pages. It's, it's not numbered, so I'm assuming regular issue size is 24 pages of text. So that unsure, but it is just one issue, so there's not a whole lot here to actually go through. But it gives us the idea of where Aaron wants to go, because he is the creator. Mark, I know he's just the artist. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll talk about some of the stuff that's happening in the company on what... Uh, Aaron has put on their sites to talk about. Did I buy you enough time, Jonathan? You're <laughs> I, looking for something. <laughs> I was looking for the dude's name. He was, his name was in here somewhere. The young man's? Yes. I did not see it. I looked for I that too. I can check if you want to. But yeah, um, because I found coffee. Arthur's name, yeah. and then I know that they said his name in here somewhere. Was oh. it when he was being interrogated? I don't remember. I remember Zasaros, but that's the only name I remember when they were talking. Yeah, that's the or. <laughs> yeah. To go into a little bit while Jonathan's still looking for some stuff, they, excuse me, they, Aaron is the creator, like I said. Uh, Mark is the artist of this particular issue. I think he's going to be doing some others, but they are looking for other artists too to help out with some of their projects that are in the work. But this is all part of what they're calling a celestial universe. So, so they've got plans. They have plans, and they're pretty big plans. If you want to kind of check them out, you can find them on, on Facebook. Just put in Celestial Universe with a space between two words, and that should bring up their Facebook page. They do have a Twitter account as well, but as you know, Twitter's not the easiest to find out what's going on. But their website is Celestial Universe C. That is the letter C, like in Charlie, and it's all one word. So Celestial Universe C dot Wix site, which is W I X S I T E dot com. Then you need to put a forward slash and put Celestial Universe one more time, and that will take you to their web page. So it's Celestial Universe C dot Wix site dot com forward slash Celestial Universe, and from there you can find out uh, where their Twitter pages are. The Facebook, as Jonathan mentioned, they do have a Patreon. You can support them that way. And it also tells you how to purchase the book. And right now, when I hit that link, that takes you to Comixology. And you can purchase their first issue there. Mm -hmm. One of the aspects uh, of the story uh, that is going to throw some people, and like Jonathan said, is at the very beginning, they just kind of throw you right into the story right away. Uh, I thought they so, fairly good on that, actually. 
They do a little intro on the myths might be more important, but that's just an overview of the clips. Right, at the very beginning. And then they introduce you to this guy's working in a fast food joint as a waiter. Fast food or a restaurant. He's a waiter at least. More like a restaurant. Yeah, it might be. Uh, Yeah, I pronounce my R's with a W. Restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) And then on the way home, ogre attack. Which, yeah. In the trolley car. Don't see those very often, but... And the knight actually noted that he had been able to influence humans before, but not full-on possess, just increase instinct and willpower and all that. That was mentioned that he was... That was the only way he was able to influence author before was just kind of... And I think it was either two or three centuries or millennia that... I found his name. Go for it. His name is Victor. Okay. Sounds about... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's been like so the two or three centuries or millennia since the night guy actually had seen his own face. True. Was. So as Jonathan mentioned, the young man that gets taken over by the ogre or org is Victor. He finally found it. I couldn't find it earlier, so good job, Jonathan. Well, I knew it was in there. It was when the ogre was talking to uh-huh. him subconsciously or psychic link or whatever. That's where I looked to, and I must have just overlooked it. So uh-huh. that happens, folks. <laughs> I think the ogre's name was in the yeah so horseman's guy. Yeah, Soros. that's Soros. So yeah, that was in that. the horseman. They don't actually say. Who the actual character is, because at the very end of the book, you see the back of a, either a detective or FBI. It was the lawyer. My yeah. He had a suit on. That's yeah. all I know. And well, I mean, because he said that when he was in the room with Victor, he was reading his mind and he saw that Victor was possessed by the mm-hmm. ogre. So yeah. He was at least in the building. Yeah. The lawyer at least probably worked for him, may or may not have been actually yeah. him. I'm thinking that it was a lawyer. Uh, Maybe, but not sure. But it's one of those where, like we already mentioned, who the big baddie is going to be, it looks like, is the headless horseman of the series. So it's going to take a turn down that road. And the mythology kind of looks like it's all over the place because headless horseman is not medieval Dungeons and Dragon type. No, he's not. So there's going to be a mixture of myths of several generations not just right. like a particular area I think they mentioned the knight as being an uh, enchanted roman knight yep his armor yeah. was enchanted roman armor so yep he was a roman knight and some this really goes out there but if you remember probably 15 years ago or so there was a movie called author where they projected that he was actually a roman knight huh. instead of a english soldier Hmm. So that might be, and this main character's name is Author, so that kind of led me down to, okay, is this a representation of Author for King well, Author? It could be. No. I don't know. Have? Yeah, <laughs> so who maybe. knows? And the lady, uh, pardon me, I can't remember her name off the top of my name, head, Shadara? Yeah. Yes. I'm not really, sure. We haven't mentioned the knight's name either, but... She- I, I don't think know. they released the Doesn't Sidara mention it when she first talks to him? I don't think but so. I think that's it. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Don't think so. No, you don't have to look, Jonathan. That's all yeah. right. <laughs> He's the knight. Just like she's the sorceress. He's yep. the main character. But they're the ogre and possessed guy. The artwork. I thought the artwork was really well yeah. done. Uh, I thought I mean, the artwork was well. Yeah. I will agree. What did you think about the artwork? Uh, the artwork, uh, Mark did a great job. Um, I think it was some of the better artwork that I've um, seen. 
And it's not uh, cartoony. No. It's not real elaborate, flashy. It's kind of like a middle ground with uh, kind of like, uh, let me see. the. Just, For me, uh, it's like a manga with color on it. Really? Uh, no. Manga no. would be a different style. No, no. This is pure American style. So. Yeah, that's. But it's kind of that's something that cross, I could see in mainstream comics. Yeah, it's a cross between the older day comics and modern day artwork because it's not flashy or elaborate, but it's not old newspaper style art either. It's kind of the in between stages when they were kind of doing the transitions. But manga while manga style, they'd be a little bit yeah, wider the, eyes and yeah. the bodies would not be this. I mean, this is more structured bodies than what a manga style would have, from what well, I'm used to seeing. Unless they're really muscled ones, True. then they have all the structure. True. But, and story-wise, I think Aaron's got something here. He's going to have to yeah. massage it a little bit. And, and if he's really wanting to do what he's wanting to do, he's going to have to dive deep and really get into some of the elements, I think. Mm. Yeah, I could see at least the storyline that this guy has going to happen working pretty well. I have no clue about the expanded universe, because... <laughs> And we'll talk about that here in a moment, what he's planning mm -hmm. on. But with this alone, he's got the kernel of that idea. And it's a similar one where, and this is where I don't know what his projections are. Can people actually see these creatures at times when they do come out mm. or not? Because they say people are knocked out, so they don't really know. And then when they go back, the uh, government author, seems to be either covering up or right. not sure what happened. There's either cover up. So. Cause Arthur remembers the other people on that trolley cart thing. But no mention of them Pit are in the news. Station car? No. Town car? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, a trolley. Trolley car is what it was. But there's no mention of all the others on the news. Because yeah. so. we, even in the images, saw at least one gal get bitten in half. <laughs> yeah, yeah we saw, so. we pretty much saw, yeah, a couple of people died. I think we only saw one person actually get bitten in half. But yeah, True. a couple of people died there. So. Do you want to get in just with his plans for the future and see what you guys think? I'm curious right. at least. Yeah. This is the plans. The He wants to do a couple of other titles. Voodoo Queen is one. And from going to the website, you kind of learn a lot more about the series. So it's almost like if you want to get a primer before reading this first issue, go to the website and that'll give you some primer for it. Because it's set in, I think, New Orleans, I believe he said. Oh. So that lends yeah. to the Voodoo Queen for mm. the next title. And he has said that he has that scripted. And then he also has one titled Gifted about a young younger gentleman. He has that scripted and looking for an artist. That's why I said, you know, might hit him up on Facebook. You don't know. But eventually he's got one called Planeswalkers. And there's going to be some type of event in his universe where he wants to introduce them and then spin them into their own series. So that's why I said he's got big plans. That might want to be careful with Magic the Gathering. Uh, the Plane Walkers is pretty generic. True, but... Uh, he's got a co one title called Codename Kovac, which he says will be in the Ark and Voodoo Queen. And when the event happens, will also spin off into his own series, he's hoping. And then one, I cannot tell if it was part of this series or he's going to try to start a different universe called Team Graphics. And it's about video game huh. uh, creators. And then they get involved in some type of a adventure or something. Huh. So just those plans alone, he's got a lot on his plate. As yeah. Jonathan said, 
He just met him at Smallville this uh, previous year at 2019. He's and, just starting out. Yeah. So yeah. And he, like I said, he is looking for some author. Excuse me, some artist to help out with some of these feature issues. <laughs> this one seems pretty good. So hopefully he does good with the rest of it. Well, this is one of those where I hope he's not chewing off more Biting off at more the than beginning. Can, yeah. Because I'd like to see him create uh, generate the arc and voodoo queen and maybe have those run several issues before he does a big event to create mm, even yeah. more because like i said he is creating that one character uh codename kovac which will be in both series mm-hmm. so he's kind of being established as well so i'm hoping maybe 10 issues each or more of each of those titles before they do a big event and then spin off some of the other stuff after that but that takes time and so and any support Anybody can give them and him specifically would be greatly appreciated. So it's one of those. I'm not sure if it will be available in a physical copy. Uh, like yeah. I said, at the, least the first issue of Ark is right. And the reason I say I'm not sure if that's even going to be available because there's no pricing on it. There's no copyright information on it. That's why I don't know if it was a promotional yeah. copy that they were selling and trying to raise some funds. And because Jonathan was who he was, they gave him a copy rather than him paid or had him pay for it. Or they were just giving it to anybody just to raise awareness. They were just giving it to anybody just to wear awareness. They were happy to hear that there was somebody who was interested in actually doing a review on it. So, I'm sorry it took so long, fellas. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes our reviews, and this even goes with some of our book authors for sure, it takes a while. Yeah. Uh, But for me, this kind of hurts my soul because I like the physical medium more than the digital medium because I have a huge comic book collection. So, this is one where... If they would have it in a physical form, I would pick it up that way. And so I would rather support him that way. So I'm going to try to get in touch with him and see how that can happen. See if maybe if he has any of these left and pay him for that. Because I'd like to get an issue in my collection and see if that happens. Yeah, so, I basically almost never want to actually pay for anything over the internet. So, <laughs> well, yeah. It's not bad. It's where a lot of stuff is going to. Yeah, it is. But and I'm just an old soul. It's not actually bad. It's just, yeah, I just. I like the physical item still. If I'm going to spend money, I want the physical item. If I'm not going to spend money, okay, whatever, I'll read online. But Well, the thing is, yeah. it's a little bit cheaper to do digitally. Yeah, cause because you don't have to print out the paper. Right, and, and, all, the and color. all that. And this is nice paper. I'll give them credit for this. Yeah. The book they produced is on very nice paper. The colors are sharp. It's not a yeah. black and white where a lot of people that are in it for the first time go the black and white route mm. to save money. Which they, understandable. But. They spend some money on these yeah. books here. But with a digital copy, Comixology's regular price is usually nine nine cents a copy. Yeah. So, so it's cheaper over the internet. But so you can see why they do that. And a lot of the independents on Amazon with books are that way too. There's like yeah. three ninety nine is the probably the most basic price for paperback books, novels. Or if you bought them at the store, they're seven ninety nine. Yeah, so yep. digital is a little bit cheaper, so I can understand why they went that way. So, uh-huh. but I do want to try to get in touch with him to see what if we can get some physical copies possibly, or if he has any. If not, that's fine too. I just like to have it in here. And Jonathan's trying to give me his, I know, but I don't want to take that from Jonathan because this was given to him, and I'm not going to twist his arm, <laughs> <laughs> even though I do occasionally. No. It's yours. No, no I want to. If I can, I'd like to support them too in some form or fashion. That'd be a way for yep. me to support them and actually get a physical copy of it as well. And if I, and if they're nice enough, maybe if they do other promotionals, maybe get those too. But I completely understand if they can't. 
Uh, basically, at this point in time, if you're a librarian, it's going to be a little difficult for you to grab because it is in a digital format. So unless your library can grab those digitally, you're not going to be able to have it within your collection. And then plus with libraries, they usually don't do the individual issues. They wait for a trade. That's mm -hmm. the other thing. So and this gentleman, at least I know Aaron is for sure. I'm pretty sure Mark as well. They're both from Kansas. Yes. That's just an area. I don't know where they are located for sure, for sure, but I do know that they are from Kansas. Yeah. Well, I know on the website, I know Aaron's was, I think he definitely said Hutchison area. Okay. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so that makes it kind of nice being right there for the Smallville convention. That makes it very convenient. But then there's other conventions in the state of Kansas you might see them at, or, and if they get the funds, they might expand out to other conventions around the area. Yeah. So, but it's good to see new creators in the field. That's always mm -hmm. exciting. Um, and this is one where I can say it's a decent story. They got a good start, which I'm interested in wanting to continue to see what happens. So, mm -hmm. but I kind of like that mythology type stuff. So you're going to have to like the mythology stuff. If right. you're into the fantasy, if, excuse me, if you're not into the fantasy stuff and mythology stuff, probably won't be your cup of tea, but that's just your reading habits. Anything else before we go on, gentlemen? Um, I don't not that I know of. Not really? Okay. <laughs> it seems uh, pretty good, but we'll okay. see. What's that, Logan? It seems like a pretty good thing going on, but we'll see what happens. Yep, we'll see. Uh, before we leave out, just want to make mention of some of the podcatchers that's been catching us. We want to say thank you to Radio Public, Listen Notes, Blueberry Podcasting, Himalaya, Fluid Data, Player FM, iHeartRadio actually has us as well. And of course, always Apple Podcasts. That's where we started when it was iTunes, but I think they changed everything over to Apple Podcasts. Those are a few that support us. We appreciate that. And by supporting, I just say they provide our content. They don't give us anything in return. We just are appreciative that they give their listeners a chance to listen to us and see if they like us. Before we leave out again, like I said, uh, age-wise for this is probably upper middle school and up because there is a little bit of violence in there. There is right. language. There is the language. Language alone, there's a few F-bombs that are dropped during the uh, speaking parts. or So <laughs> that alone might jump it up to the high school level for sure. But it's one that, I'm sorry guys and gals, everybody's heard it. Everybody that probably listens to us is our scream that, yes, we know. But anybody else that's unfamiliar with comic books, they kind of reflect everyday life. We cuss, they're going to cuss. You know, that's just our culture influencing into the printed world. But we definitely want to say thank you to Aaron Shaw and Mark Oliver. Again, this was their first issue of the Ark Awakening. This is part of the Celestial Universe. Their web website again if you want to go there is celestialuniversec.wixsite.com forward slash celestial universe and the forward slash celestial universe is important because if you don't include that it won't bring up the website you can find them again on their facebook page under celestial universe two words if you want to look them up that way and once you get to their website though it'll direct you to facebook and twitter accounts and all those good things and the patrons that they have so if you can i'm i know they'd be appreciative of any support you could give them mm -hmm. anything else no mm -hmm. i don't no. think they actually say the f word in any of those it's weird I thought they, I was they did. Sure, they did. Really? Yeah, no. they did. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> Some other cuss words, but not that one. Oh, anyway. <laughs> we'll go on and say that's going to do it for us. We hope everybody's enjoyed this. We don't know. We know. We don't know. <laughs> type of episode. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Everybody's anyway. reading a different comic. It seems. <laughs> We're having fun, and that's what it's all about. Hopefully, everybody's having fun listening to us. Until next time, we'll catch everybody on the flip side. Bye. Bye. See ya. I can see it all so clear. Please believe me, I really had something to say. But now it's bye-bye to my thinking. Now that my thinking's gone, I got nothing to say. Determination. I know that I have got to persist. Just gotta keep on anticipating. Thank you for listening to Comic Pop Library. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop. Thank you for listening to Comic Pop Library. We thank you for listening to Comic Pop Library. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio, and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own and are not reflective of any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.